0: I'm excited this morning because this is the first of our series on reboot. Are you excited about that? You know, sometimes, in the case of the computer, <coughs> excuse my throat. Things can malfunction, and they don't work as well as they should. <coughs> like my voice right now. No, I'm. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: Home, sir. Just, just like to say, it was our 39th wedding anniversary yesterday.
0: <clears throat> so let's try that again. Sometimes things malfunction, as we just saw, and they don't work as well as they should. But rebooting our computer actually allows us to restart and get back to working efficiently. And who knows that sometimes we get into a new year. It's 2019. Can you believe that? I always felt like that was a long time away. It's 2020 next year. That's even more scary. But anyway, it's a great time at the beginning of the year to actually reboot or start fresh, start over, if you like. And... You know, looking back over this year, many of us will look back on things and think, well, I don't need to change this or that, but other things we need to tweak. And even if we've had a fantastic year last year, we can have an even better year this year by perhaps adding or changing a few small things in our life that can help us move in the right direction. So this morning's not actually about New Year's resolutions at all. You can make them if you like. I hope you keep them. It's very hard to keep them. But it's actually about making small changes that help our life work a little bit better. And who knows, if, if you've been around me much at all, you would know that I have a favorite saying, and it goes, "If nothing changes, nothing changes." Think about that for a minute. If nothing changes, nothing changes." So this is about talking about the really small changes that we can make and Today we're going to be talking actually about styling our homes and the spaces that um, we work in that create life and atmosphere where our relationship with God um, and others can actually flourish. Proverbs 24 and verse 3 says, By wisdom a house is built and by understanding it's established. We work best when we know who we are And we know the God who made us. And we express that every day in the way we style ourselves and our homes and our surroundings. Our colour and expression is actually part of expressing God's colour and character. We're all actually made unique. We're unique individuals. God made us all differently with different likes and dislikes, our own flair, our own style and our own taste and expression. Learning what our own individual style is and how to express that in a way that creates joy and comfort and brings peace and love into our environment is what we're going to explore today. So, who's excited about that? So, right now, to help me with that, I'm actually going to invite our style gurus up here. I call them that. Ben and Georgia, why don't you come up to the stage? Give them a hand as they come. Hello. These guys this is, um, this, is, this is Ben and Georgia Obviously if you don't know who they are Ben is actually my son
1: Congratulations Yay. He's
0: a- <laughs> some, Most of you know that But some of you may be visiting today Or, or haven't actually put that together yet um, And Georgia's obviously my daughter-in-law And these two um, are, like, absolutely fantastic at putting spaces together. And what we're going to talk about is, I mean, let's be honest, you can actually connect with God anywhere at all. Um, Lots of people find that they connect with God in the beach, in beautiful gardens, um, in the outdoors, nature. But also we connect by creating spaces... ...that have style and create atmosphere. And so Ben and Georgia have actually been responsible... um, ...for creating all the beautiful spaces we see around this church. Not just in this room, but over in our ministry centre. When we got that building, it wasn't what it is today. And these guys have really been instrumental in um, putting that together. So... Why don't you tell us a bit about what you created and why it was important to create that space?
1: Well, let's if we if we look back, I don't know, ten, probably more, twenty years ago. We've, got a,
0: we've actually got a slide.
1: Yeah, we do. <laughs> this is the building we're in now. Uh, not looking quite as nice. Uh, the fashion's a different thing as well. This is a, that's a breakfast service. We set, up, we set up down here in front of the curtains. Um, didn't have a stage or anything like that. So if we look back, I, I don't want to say how long it is because I think it's like 20 years ago or something. This building was, was just a shell. It's, we, we, we leased this building so there's other users um, and to them it, it looks the same. It's got the same curtains. Uh, it's got the same wall colour, all that kind of stuff. So if we were to just come in and use it on a Sunday, sure, God would show up. Maybe people wouldn't <laughs> because, because we want it, to, we, we need it to, to represent the church. We don't want it just to be a building that people are rocking up to. We want it to be the church. So we want to style it in a way that, that feels warm, that feels welcoming, that is um, modern and um, what's the word? Relevant. Um, we, we want it to appeal to, to people because when, when God will show up regardless of, of what the building looks like. Right. Yep. but people won't necessarily because people are, are very visual and they need to, to feel an atmosphere so, so we've styled it in a way to kind of represent that so we've done stuff like the stage we've put the, the curtains up we've worked on all the lighting and the truss um, down the back we've covered up the band, most of the band's trophies and stuff because they're irrelevant to us but we don't, don't want to see them um, the, we've put in the, the warmer lighting stuff like that uh, not not that long ago now, before we had the ministry centre, we had our coffee in here. So we developed a coffee cart. Um, coffee was very up and coming at that time. This was five-ish years ago or something. When and
2: we're in Norwood, which is yeah. a you know, coffee area. People yeah. love their coffees. There's loads of cafes. And we wanted to be relevant to where we are.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we, we worked on a coffee cart. We designed it. We didn't just want to have a, uh, let's fold out a trestle and stick a coffee machine on it and people can have coffee
2: we did that before
1: <laughs> we needed it to to be appealing so we we designed a a, a cute little coffee cart, had lighting above it and that was great for the time that worked really well it really upped the atmosphere in here there was you know after the church people would mingle down the back and it was just it was an experience more than more than just coming into a, an empty shell of a building to to praise and worship yeah Actually, there's when well, I think of it, there's a Bible verse as well that goes with that. Uh, it's Exodus twenty-five eight, and it says, uh, Then have them, have them make a sanctuary for me, and I would dwell among them. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're, we're creating a sanctuary for God. Like I said, he'll show up regardless, but we need to create that sanctuary so people are there for, to meet with God.
2: Yeah. What about the ministry centre? Well, yeah, the other part of that is that we actually represent God in all that we do. Um, so... He's a God of excellence and so we want to do things that are excellent Um, and we strive for excellence without having to be perfect. We want to do the best that we possibly can and we want to represent him in the best way that we possibly can. Um, So you'll often hear us use the language that we're preparing a place for you or we've prepared a place for you. Um, And in the atmosphere that we create, um, we're trying to prepare a place where God can be found by us um, and also that God can actually move. So there's not as many distractions as perhaps there could be. And it's just, it's a nice place to be. That's what we're trying to do. We've got the ministry centre across the road now, which we've got a cafe and we've got a place for the kids, which is a million times better than what we used to have for the kids' ministry. That way, They were out the back room previously um, and it was crammed and just not as good as what it is now. Um, and it's just, it allows us to have a permanent presence in Norwood, because obviously this building we share with a number of other users, so it's hard, we can't have our own signage and stuff everywhere, it's it's a permanent presence, it's somewhere that we can really express who we are, make our own, so it was a beautiful building when we got it actually, um, but we've obviously put our own spin on it and made it who we are, made it C3. Lots
1: of green artwork.
2: Yeah, lots of mm-hmm. lights. The lights mm-hmm. up the top. Yeah. So everything that we do, in even down to the smallest detail, has a purpose because we're trying to create an atmosphere of some description, and that's an atmosphere yeah. where God moves. Yeah, so
0: in, in all that you're saying, really, you're talking about creating beautiful spaces, that it's really important for us to create those beautiful spaces, not only before but also particularly after a meeting, Right. Um, Because it becomes a space that's not only filled with the presence of the Spirit of God, but it's a space where people can continue to talk and connect um, with not only only one another, but also with God, about exchanging experiences. It's about praying together, laughing, weeping, and actually sharing life together. So those spaces are important that we create that.
1: You want to make a space Mm -hmm. where... People feel like they want to hang around. It needs yes. to have that feeling of, of I like it here. It feels warm or, or relatable or I don't know what it is. It feels is. like home. Yeah, as exactly. We say. Yeah, because that's what that's the the atmosphere, the culture we're trying to develop. And like you said, if if you get people hanging around, then you get people talking and and, and all the stuff you just listed, crying mm, together, mm, whatever, mm, um, mm. fellowshipping, all that stuff. It was Not in there. too much I don't crying. Know. You said weeping, and I thought, oh, I'll just say crying. <laughs> like crying see, is crying, whatever. See,
0: that's what your son can say to you. Um, look, God actually wants to be with us. He actually likes to hang around us. And um, as you said, Exodus 25.8 says, let me make a sanctuary that I may dwell among you. And he, he likes to hang around. So establishing a receptive atmosphere actually encourages God's presence. Um, And in the same way as we're responsible here at church to create an atmosphere or sanctuary that God wants to hang around in, we're also responsible as individuals to create that atmosphere in our homes. It's not something we just do at church because hospitality continues at home. So when we talk about atmosphere,
2: what do we mean by that? Uh, Well, atmosphere is about setting up the right environment and mood. Um, And by doing this, you become more receptive to something. So as Christians, we want to be more receptive to the presence of God. Um, And that's what we're trying to do here, as we've just spoken about. And we can also do that in our home. So in my
0: mind, though, atmosphere, there's many, many things that actually create atmosphere. So to me, there's things like neatness. Um, cleanliness, decor, hospitality, warmth of the people that are you, you're hanging around with, you know, a hug, praises, worship, the word, lighting, sound, smell. There's lots and lots of things that go together to create atmosphere. So,
2: what does atmosphere really mean? Well, obviously, we're not talking about atmosphere in terms of like the scientific meaning like the earth's atmosphere, Um, we're talking about atmosphere in the character, the feeling, the mood of a place or a situation. Um, And atmosphere is actually made up of three things. Um, So there's the spiritual component, the natural component and the material component. And today we're sort of talking a bit more about the material. We're sort of going into that area. Um, So what we present creates some kind of atmosphere and God has given us the authority to change our environment. Um, he's, his presence is everywhere, but it only manifests to the degree of the atmosphere or environment that we create. What we do at home create, uh, affects what we receive at church and vice versa. What we receive here at church affects our home life as well.
0: Yeah, that's really good. So creating the right atmosphere at home during the week too is really important. Um, it's actually about creating an environment at home as well that steers us closer to God. So, Ben, what does that look like for you?
1: Well, I don't think it has to be... We don't have to have a perfect home. You know, it doesn't have to be 100% tidy and, and whatever, clean, and all that kind of stuff. You know, We're all going to have dishes on the sink and and laundry that needs cleaning and stuff. Um, it's, just, it's just a matter of, you know, having... ..keeping that stuff tidy and, and in order, but it's going to be there regardless. It's about how you deal with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're saying it's, it's about...
1: Oh, so... So,
0: so it's more about...
1: Yeah, so it's about also. being able to have a place that, that you can relax in yeah, right. um, and that you can find God in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and family so it's not and friends about as well, yeah, not just Yeah, And then when you. people come over, they, they yeah. also feel that. Um, but, yeah, my point was it's, we're going to have mess regardless. Yeah. So it's not about perfection, but it's maybe about driving somewhere near mm-hmm. that. You know, we're going to miss the mark by a long way.
2: It needs um, to be quiet and peaceful yeah. and restful. It's
1: about having, having space in your house to, to find God and... and and have a have a place that, that creates an atmosphere. Yeah. Um, yeah,
2: I think it's about making a home a place where the gospel can flourish. So it's about God, not just yeah. about us. Yeah. In Isaiah, actually, thirty-two, eighteen, um, it says, "My people will live in a peaceful dwelling. Oh, sorry, in peaceful pe- dwelling places, in secure homes, in undisturbed places of rest." And the quote from Mother Teresa, she says, "Spread love everywhere, but first of all, in your own home." So I think that's a really good, Mm -hmm. like, love. God, love in our homes first. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love what you said about making your home a place where the gospel can flourish. That's awesome, isn't it? What an incredible, like, if you just think about that for a minute, how do I do that? What can I do in my own home to make it a place where the gospel can flourish? I mean, that encompasses a lot of things, not everything we're talking about today, but what a great... What a great statement. What, what do you do in your home to create atmosphere?
1: Cleaning. <laughs> I feel like I'm on this cleaning thing.
2: <laughs>
1: and I'm not saying I just do the cleaning. Right now,
2: <laughs> right right now our house is um, a very big mess.
1: It is. We're currently we in the process
2: of renovating our kitchen and everything else is... It's a disaster zone, yeah. I can tell you that. But... <laughs> so right now it doesn't feel very restful or peaceful, no. but it will when it's finished. Yeah, so I think that's great. the point,
1: is that some, a, a brief clean can make a world of difference. If you come home from work or whatever mm. to, to a messy house, it's, it's hard to relax. Um, you know, sometimes Georgia and I will have a busy week and the house will, you know, especially with mm. a child now, you just... Stuff just gets left around. And it's really hard to come home from work. You know, you cook dinner and you just want to sit down and watch Netflix or whatever, and you're sitting there and there's piles of stuff here, and you ignore it, and you try and ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> and you do ignore it, but not, not deep down here. You just can't relax in the same way. And then you do a quick clean, you put the stuff away, you do a quick vacuum, get the crumbs off the ground or whatever. <clears throat> and it's so much easier to relax. Um, just wa- you know, walking around the house going to get a drink or something, when it's clean... It's just refreshing. It's just this weight off your shoulders. So I'm not saying, you know, get your house 100% clean, but I would say the first thing that we do to make our house feel homely uh, and and create an atmosphere is just some form of cleanness. Just spend a bit of time putting stuff away. uh, And it really makes a difference to to just how much you can relax in your own home, yeah. Yeah.
2: I think we also um, fill our home (laughs) with things that we love. So that's from... Decor to furniture to just things that we love. Paintings on the wall. Um, I like to shop in my own home, (laughs) so I have a a cupboard. I I have an abundance of things. I'll be honest. I have a problem, Um, but (laughs) I have a cupboard of things that I I don't like to have everything out at once because it's it's cluttered um, and it feels messy. So I have a cupboard where I sort of rotate things around. I'll, you know, set up a cup, a shelf or something and every so often I'll be like, "No, I'm ready for a change." I'll put that away and I'll get something new out and I'll I do that very regularly actually. I enjoy shopping in my own home. It's a good thing to do. We don't because, have a lot of because, money Because so we're given beautiful good. things aren't we often, but we don't yeah. all you don't have to have everything out at once. And it's yeah, nothing, well not nothing, but everything doesn't necessarily work together either. Like I've got a lot of boards – I like chopping boards. I've got lots and lots of boards. Um, but they don't all have a place to be necessarily all at the same time. So, if I keep some away and then be like, you know what, I want something new. We don't, don't have enough have...
1: stuff to chop at once to use them all.
2: So. No, we don't have enough stuff to chop. Um, so, you know, I'll put some away and I'll get a new one out and I'll feel like I've got something new. It's fantastic. I like it. So, So, how do we –
0: That's some of the things you do, but how do we find our own style and our likes and dislikes and create beautiful and peaceful places where the gospel can flourish, (laughs) just like you guys have, not only here at church and the ministry centre, but in your own home? How do we go about that?
2: Well, there are a number of um, design principles um, and guides, etc., that explain how to make a space feel a certain way or to explain why a space feels some, some certain way, such as like color and texture, um, rhythm, repetition, line, all of that stuff. But you don't actually need to know all those details to um, be able to create a beautiful space. It's really just about what you like um, and, and what, what feels good together. Um, so there's a lot of different styles and it's really good to sort of have a bit of a feel for what you personally like, because we're all different. Um, and we all have different tastes. Joanna Gaines, love Joanna Gaines, in her latest book, um, Homebody, talks about six different styles. And we're going to break them down a little bit today. Um, So starting out with farmhouse, if there's a... There it is. Farmhouse is possibly one of... I think it's our style. (laughs)
1: Look at that description. Who would have thought...
2: Look, farmhouse style, It sort of, it's, things have a story in a farmhouse style and things are home, often like you like things that are homemade, you like authenticity, um, you're grounded and humble in what you sort of present. Um, things that are textured, um, aged materials, rather than new and embellished things, it tends to lean more towards the farm, like that's more farmhouse. Um, that's, that's more us, isn't it? We like that. We like farmhouse. Our house is... Not
1: on a farm. It's it's not not on a farm. farm. Unfortunately,
2: we'd like it to be on a farm, but it's not on a farm. Um, but we're more a bit farmhouse. Then there's modern. There's modern. Um, so modern is quite minimal. It's pared back. Um, there's not really any interest as such in story or sentiment. Um... And it's more about form and function, and things have multiple functions a lot of the time because you're trying to really pare it back and keep it quite clean. And so it's, way, it's less cluttered, less cluttered, it's it's less
1: it's yeah. Very smooth. Smooth. I feel like it's got lots of smooth textures.
2: Hmm. I guess so. Yes. Whereas rustic, on the other hand, is quite different. We're also a bit rustic, aren't we? Got yeah. a bit of rustic in our house. I saw
1: the home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Either. Um, so rustic takes cues from nature. It's um, got similar principles to farmhouse style, actually, um, but it has a particular focus on texture and um, materials. It makes a statement with textures and organic elements, so like raw wood, natural stone, um, authentic hardwoods, etc. And then there's industrial. I also like it. I like a lot of them, actually. Pipes.
1: Um, <laughs> pipes is.
2: And you can. Pipes, you can yes. mix.
0: If you do it right, you can mix styles. It's not about sticking to one, but it's about knowing what you like and why you like it. Yeah, it's
2: just a good thing to understand you and what sort of works in with what you like. Um, So industrial style is... um, So uh, it's very similar to rustic style, but it's actually got more of an urban element. Um, So it appreciates materials in their raw and unfinished state. Um, So... Whereas in a rustic home, you might have like an exposed beam or something like that. In industrial style, you often have exposed ductwork or... Concrete. um, Concrete floors. um, Pipes. (laughs) Pipes.
1: Concrete and pipes.
2: pipes. All sorts of things. It's really cool. It is. Nice. Um, Then there's traditional. Yeah, there it is. It's right there. Hmm. Um, So traditional is has a focus on historic details um, and classic shapes. Um, there's a story behind everything and everything's time-honoured a lot of the time. Um, there's architectural ele- elements, um, such as like detailed trim work, often cri- quite predominant. Um, there's panelled doors and um, built-in cabinetry, all that sort of thing. And then we've got boho. I like boho too. Our home isn't very boho, mind you.
1: Short for bohemian. It is. I like boho.
2: You like, bo- yeah, like boho? Yeah, Vicky's very boho. Also in the way that she dresses a lot of the time. Um, side point. Um, so, boho is quite casual. It's free form. Um, it doesn't rely on any kind of historical standards. Um, it strives to be vibrant, um, often a bit cheeky, a bit quirky, um, it's rich in colour a lot of the time. It's got bold textures. You're cheeky. Uh, it's mismatched in patterns a lot of the time. Um, it's layered. It's just casual. That's
0: awesome. Hmm. I, th- I think often we haven't had the opportunity to actually have something like that presented to us. Because as you say... Um finding your own style is often quite hard and often we just have no idea where to start. So what would be a good starting point for each one of us this year?
1: I don't want to say this because it's gonna make me sound like some kind of <laughs> cleaning Nazi, but <laughs> declutter. <laughs> um. We often, like you were saying, we get, you know, you get gifts and you get candles and whatever. We've just had Christmas, so maybe you've got some pieces to put on your shelves and whatever, mantelpiece. Quite often, we just add and add and add to to what we've got. You know, we want to see it all. But like Georgia was saying, she likes shopping at home, you know, (laughs) rotating things. So my suggestion would be to, to get, you might not have a lot of stuff, but, you know, if you've got a clutter, grab grab stuff, put half of it away or something, you know, maybe it's a, a great photo of you Donate and your, you your grand or something. You're like, I love this photo. That's You're great. Out. You can put it out in a couple of months when you, you know, do this <laughs> to get freshened up again. But, yeah, just, just kind of pare it back a bit. I feel, like, I feel like we often have a tendency to, to pile stuff on yeah. because yeah. you've got stuff and you want to present it, you want to have it out, which is fair enough. Mm. But quite often it clutters space and it's, it's not mess as such. Like I said before, you know, cleaning lets you relax but it is it's stuff mm. so so it also kind of in a way impairs y- your relaxation because there's just stuff out there's just stuff everywhere and it'll actually by decluttering you kind of open the space as well you let more light in yeah. um, you get light reflecting off walls there's more space for the light to bounce around the room it mm-hmm. brightens up the room mm. it just feels a lot fresher cluttered house mm. cluttered mind
0: Well, it's about finding that space for God that we've been talking about. It is. You
2: don't find that when you're stressed about the environment that you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, So freshen up. So move what you've got around, as I was saying, and shop in your own home. Um, Go to Kmart or something. I mean, if you don't have a lot of money or go to any two pairs. That's my favourite shop. Um,
1: If you do have a lot of money.
2: If you do have a lot of money, go to two pairs. (laughs) And um, start small. So, just do like one, one dresser or something or a cupboard or just, you know, refresh it. Do something new. Move coffee things table. around. A coffee table. Start with just one room if, I mean, that can be quite a big job sometimes. But just, you know, we, a while new ago. You knew me. <laughs> a while ago, we moved around our bedroom. So, we always had our bed sort of centred in the wall, in the, on the wall in the room. And we decided to just, you know, shuffle things around a bit. We actually moved our bed over about half a metre to a metre-ish. And the difference it made, that's pretty much all we did, but the difference it made to the space was amazing. It just, it felt so much more. It was like, why did we ever have it in the centre of the room? That was just silly. Like, that's kind of what you think you'd do generally. But it just made so much more sense in our particular space to just shift it. So that small change... Just by moving that over, made a massive difference to the way we felt about the space, to the way that we used the space, and it's yeah. just better.
1: Don't be afraid to try things. You can always move them yeah. back. Get a friend over or something and move your bed and see what it's like. And if it's not good, move, move it, back.
2: it back. Yeah. And um, another thing you could do um, is paint. That can be a big Get job. Get Susan.
1: She loves painting. She's a good mm. painter.
2: <laughs> She's a wonderful <laughs> painter. Um, but it's probably the easiest and most effective way. To make a transformation in your home Mm. um you could paint a piece of furniture or you can paint the walls um but it's it's just so good
1: it really freshens things up even if it's the same color it's it's a fresh coat of paint makes it we've got got white
2: walls but we're painting them white again and i tell you what the difference is amazing yeah these guys have done half their house at the moment refreshed
0: Mm. with this fairly white color and but the room that hasn't been done in their lounge looks really dirty and it old and daggy awful. now compared to the rest of the house. We're yet to do it. We're getting there. Yeah. But, but it's surprising how yeah. much more light and life it brings into a space when you freshen things up. I
2: guess we're going from cream to quite a white colour. So, I mean, in our situation, that's just what works in our home. Um, but it, it's made the biggest impact. And as, as we were saying, we're doing our kitchen – yeah. Um, and so that's entailed quite a lot. We're doing the cabinets and the counters and the splashback and all of that stuff. Um, but the paint is still the thing that's made the biggest difference of yeah. the lot.
1: Another thing, you, you even said it before, um, life and light. So life as in plants. Talk to Justine. She'll probably guide you in the right <laughs> direction. Um, just having one... One part, the, the green of, of a plant, or, or if you've got flowers, the colour in your house makes a big difference. But just having something living, apart from, you know, yourself, humans, <laughs> having a living <laughs> plant in, in the house makes a huge difference. A bit of green it makes it makes a big difference. So, you know, go out and buy a plant, try and keep it alive, try, find something that's easy, or buy you, you a plastic plant. You can plant. buy beautiful plastic fake plants, plants, plants that plastic. look real these days, Is and they, they bring that same life. Mm. Yeah, it yeah. Yeah, makes a huge difference. And, and light, um, you know, like we were saying, with paint freshens up the light, decluttering, gets more light bouncing around the room. But opening blinds, just in the morning on those sunny days, just open the house up. Maybe you've got old daggy curtains or something. Ikea has brilliant cheap curtains. Put them up, new, new curtain rods, stuff like that. But just try and get as much light into, into the space, mirrors.
2: The other thing about light um, is that there's, you can buy sort of two variations of light, so you can buy warm or cool white. Cool light? Cool white. Sorry? No, cool white. Cool
1: white?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cool anyway, white. <clears throat> um, it's, I think it's good to have consistency of that throughout your home. Um, so cool white can sometimes feel quite cold, but it also can feel a bit more like, similar to daylight. So if you've got a room that's got a lot of windows and a lot of natural light and you're creating an indoor-outdoor kind of a feel, a cool white is often good in that area. In our home, we've got warm white everywhere. Um, it suits us better, but we've got it consistent. Every room is the same. You don't walk in somewhere and then suddenly it's
1: two different, different.
2: It actually makes quite a big difference. It's surprising.
1: Can I get real nerdy and probably no one cares for a sec? You can now buy lights that do both. During the day, they're cool white, which matches the sunlight, and at night they go to warm, so it's a nice warm feeling. Not a sponsor. I don't know. But they're like <laughs> Philips something. They're like $70 a bulb. I'm sure you can Google it. Maybe
2: just choose one.
1: Um, And also with with on light, uh, lamps. Um, A great way to change the feel of a room, especially at night, is is lamps. Um, We have a couple of lamps around the house and, you know, at night when we are relaxing we'll often turn off the main light and have the lamp on. It creates a nice warm glow and... that atmosphere thing it's a, it's a really nice and when we have people over you know you put all the lamps on and stuff and it gives a really nice feeling so maybe go out and buy a lamp put it in your lounge room or your dining table or something and it really even with it lights the lights on mood. It, it really enhances the feeling mm.
2: so I guess identify your likes what do you like what sort of style do you like it can be a mix of a few different styles but understand that um and find a theme around it um and if you like your current theme, then stick with it. But mm. if not, why don't you just try something new? Yeah. Do something different. Mm.
0: Mm. I, so just in summing up here, as we, we come to a close, um, we've had some, like, really important tips today. And I hope that some things you've been able to find that are, have, have really helped you today in your own space. But the ultimate thing is what we're talking about is making small changes that actually help us as we go forward in 2019 to find that we have a space making your home a place where the gospel can flourish. I think that's the key for today
1: mm. and I
0: love what you said in that. How can we do that? How, what can we take out of today that can help us make our home a place where the gospel can flourish? Can you give these guys a hand, please, this morning? Awesome. Well done. And a hand over to Chris.